What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Elevated Edge podcast. This is show episode number 37. For today's episode, I'm bringing on a really good friend of mine. We have a cool story on how we met met over quarantine, and John can explain a little bit about it. But this is John Larkin. He runs New Wave Performance. And uh, just great to have you on the show, man. We're going to talk about your journey, and it's just going to be great. So how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you having me on. And yeah, it was... It was crazy how we how we met. Uh, pretty much, I remember I, was, I just went out to work out on the field out at City High, and I was going out to do some wide receiver stuff. And I saw you like jogging back and forth doing your warm up or whatever. I'm like, man, I should go see like what this guy's up to. Like, just holler at him, whatever, because that's what I used to do to guys, just like pitch to him or whatever. And I'm like, you trying to work? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, all right, man, like let's get into it. So that's just how we hit it off right there so yeah no and th- that was a really crazy time because it was just like we were sent home uh for quarantine you know i was up at rice and it was just like you know i needed to find somewhere to work and but really city high was really closed off but it was just like oh, i'm going there anyway to get working but uh yeah. no it's cool and we've, we've gotten really close i feel like over the last you know year or two so it's just been good that i've gotten to know you and you have really uh, cool stories so do you want to go ahead and tell the audience about it yeah, so pretty much uh, my name is John Larkin. I'm from a really, really small town it's called Bernard. Uh, it's over towards like the Dubuque area, if you guys know where Dubuque is, over by like Illinois, Wisconsin, where all three of the states touch in Iowa. Um, but uh, if, in terms of like how we met and stuff, like I remember we were training and you like brought me into City High and like we went into the weight room and stuff and that, like, to me was, like, pretty cool because, like, nobody had ever, like, done that. Like, brought me into their school to, like, train and stuff like that. So, just, like, working out with you was a good time. But in terms of, like, like my story, um, you know, I, I was always, like, a multi-sport athlete. Um, played football, basketball, ran track. I uh, played baseball when I was younger, but I just didn't really like the pace of the game. So, I decided I wanted to work with football during the summertime. So, I did that. Uh, I grew up in the country, so, you know, I was always, like, really active and, you know, pretty much being an only child, um, like, I had a lot of friends over all the time. we jump on a trampoline and go swimming, just lived that active lifestyle, and it turned me into being a pretty good athlete, and uh, with that, being a good athlete, meet a lot of good people, um, a lot of, like, my best friends I've met through sport, including, like, Naeem, so um, it's always just been a blessing for me and, like, always been a part of my identity. Um, but went to co-college in Cedar Rapids to play football. I was a quarterback. Should have been playing wide receiver, defensive back, something like that. But I was just an athlete with an arm, you know what I mean? That's like a small school in Iowa. So um, that's just kind of how that worked out. Um, I got moved to wide receiver just because, like I said, I was a really good athlete. And we just didn't really have athletes at the freshman level. And, you know, I didn't really, you know, do the best with that transition just because I didn't have guidance. I didn't really have anybody to be like, all right, like, hey, you're a really good athlete. You could be making out here, out here making plays, so on and so forth. So I just didn't have that great of an attitude. And, you know, I decided, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm going to go to the University of Iowa. So my sophomore year, I transferred to Iowa, decided to major in exercise science and entrepreneurial management. And, like, that was, like, a big reality check for me. Like, huge. Just, like, nobody to hold your hand. Like, you're out on your own. Like, 
you really got to like put yourself together. So that was like real like culture shock to me. And then with that, you know, opened up my eyes to like greater opportunities out there in the world. It's not just a small town anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's other places that you can go. And so that being said, I had a buddy of mine that went to school in Loyola, Chicago. And so I went out there, got an internship, stayed with him you know, on his futon and uh, basically like learned from some great trainers out there. Got to watch some like NFL athletes, NBA, college, um, high school athletes. Kind of just got like, you know, a good internship experience. Um, got my hands wet, hands dirty, feet wet, whatever. Then I uh, decided to, you know, see if I can get in with Chicago Bulls. I got on with them. Uh, met somebody there that plugged me in with them, so I got to go shadow for a day at their training facility. And that was just so cool. Like, I've never done anything like that. Like, a lot of people back home, like, didn't believe me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I told them that, like, I went and did that, and then when they saw the videos, and they were like, oh, crap, like, it's real. So, um, but then, yeah, so after that, I came back to Iowa, and I tried to get on with a football team, you know, just, like, trying to, like, max, uh, maximize my time there as a student. And they're like, no, like, we're too busy, we're too busy. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, can I come in and talk to somebody? And they're like, no, we're too busy. So I'm like, what do you mean you're too busy? Like, you can't just, I can't just talk to you? And they're like, I just didn't understand it. And so... You know, a couple months go by, and then all of a sudden I get this email, and it's from the same strength coach who is now the head strength coach at Iowa. And they were like, yeah, like, we need help. Would you mind coming in interviewing? And I literally was, like, dropped to my knees. I was so happy, like, you know, like, blessed up, whatever. And so I went in there, interviewed, killed it, and got on with the football team doing strength and conditioning. And so um, did that for a few months, and then COVID hit, right? And that put an end to the stint. Uh, and then I was just sitting at home and you know, two of my buddies were like, you know, why don't you, you know, think about like starting your business now? Cause that, that experience on Chicago really like opened my eyes. Like, dang, like I can make money doing this. And then I was like, yeah, like this is what I want to do. Like I want to have a facility like this. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided to use the downtime to, you know, formulate the business and go serve other people because, you know, I had the practical experience. I had the educational background. So, you know, started it when I was, like, I was 21. So, yeah, I started when I was a junior in college and then ever since just been grinding. So Yeah. So uh, just can you explain, like, what New Wave Performance is and can you just break it down, like, what's your target, uh, like, group of, that you're trying to train? Do you, What sports do you train? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so New Wave Performance is basically a sports performance training service that develops the athlete holistically. And what I mean by that is we're not only going to develop your skills physically, that way you can perform on the field, but also we want to develop, you know, the, the mental side of the athlete and the professional side. So, for example, uh, problem-solving skills, uh, mental toughness, or two, just like different perspectives and way of thinking. You know, because as you know, being an athlete, you know, a lot of it, of the sport, it's mental. You know what I mean? The people who are going to be the best at what they do are often have the advantage mentally. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Just there's... like developing that. No, go ahead. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of what I'm trying to do with, you know, high school kids, trying to take them to the next level, you know, give them the guidance, like I, like the guidance that I didn't have when I was in college. 
Like, I want to provide that to someone else who needs it. You know, because I know if I would have had someone like me when I was younger, who knows where I'd be. So really just working with a lot of high school kids, college guys, um, just working on, like, speed, agility, skills, you know, work a lot of wide receiver and defensive back. So that's kind of, like, ties into, like, how we met. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. And uh, I think it's really important that, uh, like, especially in Iowa, I feel like there is not – a lot of like trainers and uh you know just things like that because we're not like a uh, a state like texas like i've been in texas now you know down in houston and it's just like growing up here people like leave uh live breathe and die football so and that that's all they know and so it's like i definitely seen uh like if you grow up down here compared to you that you would in like iowa it's just completely different like it's it's not the same and um so it just definitely good that at least somebody like yourself is trying to you know bridge the gap for guys in Iowa that are trying to you know work and develop their craft so what do you like what do the sessions uh look like uh just from the perspective of do you do like some group training or is it mostly individual training stuff like that and then what are what are are some really good questions huh I was just gonna say like that's a great question but um Really, like, the, the big rock concepts, you know, when it comes to speed training, um, we can do that either one-on-one or we can do semi-private, you know, group training. Uh, when it comes to, like, the speed training, I do things a little bit differently. So I like to use GPS monitors. Um, I use Stat Sports as the brand. Mm-hmm. It's similar to, like, Catapult or, um, yeah, I can't really think of the other brands. Uh, McLeod is another brand but it's, it's like used by like FIFA and stuff like that. But basically um, I'm able to track guys speed and miles per hour. And what we do is like we do load velocity profiling and stuff like that. So like what I'm able to do is let's just say I'm testing you nine. I have you run a 30 yard sprint at full speed. I take that and I, okay, your, your max speed is 22, 23 miles per hour. Okay. I put that, in my data in my data sheet and then I do 25% body weight on a sled 50% 75% at different you know lengths and then mm-hmm. we can kind of like put that on a line graph or a data plot and see like all right where are your advantages and where are your disadvantages in the sprint so we can really you know get scientific with the programming but uh, that's just kind of like the scientific basis that I utilize in like the speed training um, but when it comes to, like, the, the skill training, like, I, I personally enjoy the skill training a lot more just because it's, like, the art. Like, I just enjoy the art of football because I love football, right? Like, you and you and I have, like, trained together before, and I'm always asking you, like, what different techniques you like to use and, like, different tools that you have in your bag and stuff like that because everybody plays the game different. And it kind of goes back to, like, what you are saying about, like, the – athletics down in the south versus up here in the midwest i'm trying to bring that uh, culture and that type of training up towards the midwest hence like you know like new wave like we're staying current you know we're, we're using the most up-to-date cutting-edge training methods when it comes to like the scientific basis and then also like uh like the newest techniques that are used by you know some of the best in the world so, yeah and and yeah. i 100 percent agree with you like 
training, I think, has really been revolutionized in the last, you know, maybe 10 to 15 years and just the aspect of so much data that they're using from, you know, putting on the, uh, like, mile per hour trackers and, you know, like, doing tendo speed. So you're seeing, like, what, you know, input your, or output you're putting out at certain weights and, like, this is only going to help aid you. Um, so there, there is, like, that's why I love about, you know, athletics is it's always changing, especially with the uh, training currently. It's just like there's so many uh, good things. And like one of one of my trainers or that I train with is Swanson Ironworks. And I feel like one of the best things he ever did with me, and that's why I jumped over a 40-inch vertical, is literally I worked on my lower half and especially like my calves and ankles and like that, that area. And he really like developed me there cause, just because I previously hadn't been. So... Um, I just want to talk a little bit about like what else um, for the guys that you provide, like you provide anything from that, like trying to give them advice on like nutrition, sleep, like what, what things are you trying to provide to your athletes that are coming to you? Yeah. So I'm really happy you brought that up because uh, on, it's kind of ironic too. On Wednesday, I'm having uh, the group that I normally train. Uh, we're doing, I'm bringing in a, Previously, my um, sports dietitian, uh, she's a sports dietitian. She was one of my professors at Iowa. Um, but she's coming in and she's going to talk to the group, answer all their questions, kind of do like an open panel where they just, you know, ask her questions about like, you know, diets and stuff like that. So um, I like try to like, you know, introduce people to those types of resources. And then also a couple other things that, you know, I'm looking to implement moving forward, uh, sports psychologist. So someone that talks about, you know, mental health and sports and also like dealing, dealing with anxiety and stuff like that when it comes to performance. So getting an edge that way. And then also um, financial literacy. So someone that can work with personal finance and stuff and telling them, hey, you know, this is what you need to do. Like actually, because everybody talks about like having good grades and stuff like that in high school, but like they don't, they don't really don't understand the significance behind, hey, a scholarship can be life-changing for you. Yes. And, like, it's one thing for me and, like, their parents to say that, but for someone who actually lives, breathes, and just, it's their, like, profession to talk about, you know, finance. Like, I think it goes a lot further. Yeah. You know, those types of resources. Yeah, and, and I agree with you, man. And, like, for my own personal story, like, literally my life was changed because I had good grades coming out of high school and like that was a reason why I got into Rice because I had over uh, you know I had like a 3.5 GPA in in high school and you know you needed a 3.5 you know and so it just like it was perfect because I did go the JUCO route but then it it wasn't because I had bad grades it was just because I was uh, overlooked but I was going to uh, uh, mention that um the aspect of like financial literacy we'll talk a little bit about later i was just curious um because obviously like i feel like this is a problem for a lot of younger athletes that they don't understand the importance of recovery and that's something that's like really overlooked and and you can get away with it like when you're in high school because i i really wasn't sore in high school but then i realized once i got to college like oh man it's different like it's not you know, it's it, like I would be sore, you know. So do you have any like tips and tricks for those guys that, uh, you know, maybe don't take it as serious? Right. 
Yeah, I mean, recovery is almost more important than the actual workout. You know, there's no, I always tell people all the time, there's no point in us coming out here in this heat, putting in all this work, all this effort, if you're just going to throw it away with a bad diet, not getting enough sleep, you know, mm-hmm. not taking care of your body. At the end of every workout, I'm always telling guys, I'm like, hey, you know, we got testing, you know, in a few days, make sure you take care of your body. It's ultra important that you guys take care of your body so we can get the most, uh, the best out of our training results. Um, but in terms of like different recovery modalities, uh, some of my favorites are uh, yoga. I love yoga. I feel like the mindfulness and just like the um, different like blood flow that you can put into different areas of your body um, definitely is beneficial. Obviously, getting like enough sleep, yeah. diet. Those are just like the things that most people know. Um, but it's, I'm trying to think really. Uh, like any like in particular I did I did make a business move by partnering with someone up in Cedar Rapids that's just like 30 minutes north from Iowa City but um, they basically like specialize in recovery for athletes so they have like the Norma Tech boots they mm-hmm. have infrared sauna, cryotherapy stuff like that so like if you train with me you get 50% off their services Gotcha. so that just like to me is like another way that I can provide resources to like my athletes but um, really just like like you said earlier, if you're younger, like you can get away with a lot of that stuff, but you don't want to like build those bad habits. So, yeah, yeah, and bad that, diet, not getting sleep, and so on and so forth. And that's something that I wish I took maybe a little more serious when I was like in high school and stuff too, just because uh, I think it can really help you, especially as the years go on, the wear and tear as an athlete. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's good, and uh, I feel like like you said, that recovery and whatnot is literally the most important thing. And I went through it in the last episode that I had while I was uh, talking with Elijah, who trained with me for Pro Day. And we literally talked about like recovery was the sim- like simply the most important thing because we were training twice a day, you know, so we'd have a morning session oh, and then it was like, you know, we're hitting it. And every time we worked out, we're hitting it. So, you know, morning session, tr- uh, you know, I had classes during the middle of the day. I had to eat, eat in a... Uh, and have uh you know eat and then do training i only had like hour to do it but i had to maximize that time and then i had to go back to class and then it was go work out with our other uh coach so it was like oh man so it's just all about recovery uh especially once you just the higher and higher you get you gotta take it more serious so obviously you're you're in the stage where you're an entrepreneur now and this is something that i want to talk about and like you're in athletics so it's kind of cool because this like coincides with like you know, I'm trying to target student athletes, pro athletes, and then also I like to talk about the entrepreneurial side because I started a vending machine business. I'm actually in real estate now. We're managing an Airbnb. So, um, like, wh- what are some of the things that you've learned since you've taken that leap of faith and now you're an entrepreneur? Yeah, wow. I tell you, man, it is like, oh, my God. It is like crazy uh just like you have to really be so mentally tough like you have to just persevere like crazy like i'm not one to like be like oh yeah like you know i struggle mentally this and that but like it is not all sunshine and and flowers like Mm -hmm. it's just not you know that's just life and that kind of like coincides with uh like new wave performance right because like in the name waves right 
life comes to go and never get too high, never get too low. And so just adopting that like entrepreneurial like mindset and like really um, the lifestyle, you know, I would, I'm the type where I would rather, you know, live a little bit more modestly for a few years here and there. And then, you know, I'd rather work hard now and enjoy my thirties and forties and, you know, be great. Right. Um, rather than just like go out and like party and yeah, you know, just throw all my money away. Yeah, you know? no. And, and, and that's something that's really important. Cause like, and this is a problem that I see with a lot of student athletes. Like it's okay to have fun, you know, but like you got to use your opportunity. Like, I feel like that's something that I use with rice. Like I use my opportunity to really like change my life. And a lot of guys don't network. They don't, you know, like do what they're, you know, do like what literally you're, uh, by you getting to college was meant to be. And that's like a misperception that I think just a ton of people have because like they think it's maybe all about grades. Well, okay, like, yeah, it's probably good to have good grades. And like, especially if you're in high school, cause that will allow you to get scholarships for college. So definitely get good grades in high school. But like that, that's the biggest thing is like, all colleges is networking, trying to find out what you want to do with your life. Like literally just trying to meet people. And I just feel like people don't do that. And so that's really why I started this because it's like, man, college athletes, you have so many opportunities and you don't even realize it until like, it's probably gone. Yeah, no, like you definitely hit the nail on the head there. Like I, that, I didn't even realize it, but you know, that is just such a good point. I always like tell people whenever I like, bring up your name or something like that. I always use you as an example because like I'll, I'll be telling people like, Hey, like playing college football, playing college sports, like it's more than just um, playing the sport. It's about like you just said, meeting people and networking. Like you could become business partners with somebody someday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, just like it, it just opens so many more doors and like makes it easier. Like brings down a lot more barriers you know what I mean yeah it's all it's all marketing and sales that's literally like how can you market yourself and obviously you know you have the aspiration of trying to play collegiate football or or whatever sport you have and like that's great no doubt go ball so wall like I definitely tried to uh you know I'm I'm still trying to chase my dream playing in the NFL someday like and I'm I have a tryout this upcoming Sunday to put uh for an XFL trial so like no doubt I've been training my butt off for this and like you know this is uh, just like an opportunity that I'm very grateful for. So I, I, I want to do my best, but you know, outside of football, like there, you're more than just an athlete. That's what I think is really important to realize. Oh, and that's hundred percent. And that's what just in the last, like two, since COVID, like th- it really, when I read rich dad, poor dad, like that changed my life. And just the aspect of like, man, okay, I know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I'm like, you know, I was like 21 at the time or whatever. And it's like, before you know it, football is going to be done. And, I mean, I could make it to the league, but there's no guarantee, at, especially at that point in time. Like, you know, and now I'm, I'm currently not playing. You know, I'm a free agent. But, uh, like, the, and that's why I'm just, I have this time now where I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down. Like, I'm going to start my own, you know, ventures. So I, I think it's really important. And that's why I really applaud you because it's like, man, you're really trying to do something while you're helping these athletes that are under-trained a lot. You know, a lot of these athletes aren't getting the necessary training, not necess- uh, the, not necessarily getting the best guidance or whatever, and you're able to, you know, help give them some uh, very, you know, very good stuff for their sport and just in life in general. Yeah, nah, and, like, kind of, like, back to, like, what you said about, like, you know, training for, like, the XFL and stuff like that. 
you know, and being like more than just the athlete, this kind of like goes into like how I approach things like professionally. So, you know, you, you didn't, if you don't make it your first time, let's just say you're applying, this, this is for anybody, it's for anybody that's the thing. If you're trying to, you know, get your dream job, no matter what it is, right? And you don't get it on your first try, are you just gonna give up and walk away? Or are you just gonna, all right, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna take a, do an internship, I'm gonna do this and that, you know what I mean? Take a few more steps, climb that ladder, keep climbing, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just the way that I see it. Yeah, and it's it's all about consistency yeah. and like just pounding pounding the stone. That's that's such a good book and mm-hmm. I have to shout out Swanee because he gave it to us and like that book just you know, it just like literally pound the rock like uh there's just a great quote in it and it's basically like uh the sl- like a sledgehammer will hit the rock all day. And on the hundredth one, it could have split, but like it was the 99 before it that actually made that happen. So it's like, you know, all the steps that you're taking right now is actually going to lead you to getting that dream job or dream whatever that you want. So, yeah. There's a, there's a, when I was at Iowa, they, they have this saying called, uh, break the rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it has. It, it talks about that yeah because it's like in their weight room in their weight room they have like an actual rock with that like engraved on there and i think that that saying that you just said mm-hmm. is like uh, underneath it you know yep. what i mean yeah so, no it's it's a good yeah. quote we would we uh had it we would say for rice our head football coach loves that quote so he <laughs> would we had it posted all over the place but anyway we've kind of talked about you know being an entrepreneur like obviously it takes grit it takes like sacrifice, you know, you're grinding your butt off. There's no guarantee you're going to really get paid too. You know what I'm saying? Like you're taking a lot of, you're taking a lot of risk, but you're staying persistent and you're young. So you're, you know, you don't have, let's say you're not, you're not like 50 years old. So you're going to take this chance and you're trying to make it be something. So really hoping that you can take that and just keep building that. Cause you know, all, all it is for you is networking, making sure you're doing right by the kids and just, you know, keep getting referrals. That's the biggest thing I think. Yeah, no, I'm like, I appreciate, you know, you saying that really like the way that I think about it is like, you know, everybody's probably seen that Fisher Investments commercial where they're like, we're a fiduciary, you know, the better our clients do, the better we do. Same thing goes for me. Like the better, you know, my, the athletes that I work with do, like the better I'm going to do. So I'm going to make sure that I, you know, give them the best opportunity to be, uh, be successful. Yeah. So is there any advice? For uh, besides, like obviously, we talk about good grades is and like maybe some recovery and whatnot. Is there anything else that you want to add for guys? Because you train a lot of high school guys, so for them right now, like what advice do you have if they're trying to play collegiate football from maybe trying to you know get recruited or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So like you just said, academics is you know a big thing, um, but obviously we just can't overlook that. Um, <clears throat> I'd say like the biggest thing is you you want to train year round and I'm not ju- I'm not just saying that because I'm a trainer but like you know you like you said earlier consistency you have to be consistent you can't just work you know a couple weeks out of the year at your sport and then just think you're going to be some division one football star you know what I mean yeah. like it doesn't work that way um, so yeah just being consistent training year round um, I'm starting to see a lot of the, like kids getting offers from seven on sevens which you know it's making its way up towards the midwest so if you can get on a good seven on seven team i don't see why that couldn't hurt you um could definitely open some doors and like you said like network with other athletes in the area 
Um, and then really like the biggest thing I think is go to college camps, mm-hmm. go to, you know, the camps that are going to have not only the, the colleges, um, coaches there, but like coaches from like other areas. I remember one time when I was younger, I went to an upper Iowa camp and they had Ellsworth. Yep. Ellsworth coaches were there and they had different, you know, JUCOs, a lot of couple like D3s and stuff like that that were also there. Like I think Loris College was there, um, different places. So really like it, it's just a way for you to get in front of coaches and for them to like see you up close and personal rather than just, oh, here's another, you know, film that came in the that guy that guy emailed to me. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. definitely I'd, I'd say that I like college camps is like number one. And then speaking of like, you know, putting out, you know, highlights and stuff like that, I think having a solid social media is like also important in today's just like technological society. Twitter is a good space to go to. Um, there's a lot of coaches around Twitter. So, you know, if you are training and working out, like just posting a clip, you know, here and there, like today's work or, you know, your, your, uh, your camp highlights or whatever, you know what I mean? And just a way for like coaches to get in contact with you and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and then also like another big thing, one last thing about social media is if you generate, um, like a fan base, like you can like generate a fan base and then those people start talking and, you know, talking about you and stuff like that. Like these college coaches, whether they want it or not, they're probably going to notice because like sports is obviously like a business. It's a buzz, buzz too. Yeah. And, yeah. like, say they're yeah. tweeting your name and stuff and it's under their comments or whatever. Like, they can see it. Like, they're obviously going to be like, oh, who's this kid? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the fans are the ones paying for the tickets to get in the stadium. Yeah. So, like, if you bring in a big five-star or a big big recruit, like, people are going to, like, more likely to come watch for their sure. team play. So, for yeah. sure. I think you just gave a ton of great information. I kind of want to break that down real quick. First of all, I want to say, don't be a dummy on Twitter. Don't post anything stupid. Like, don't do that because that can, coaches see that. A lot of people see that, whether it's like, you know, maybe your your own personal high school coach sees it too and now he doesn't really like you because you posted something dumb that you're not supposed to. So don't do that. I would say uh, also from the aspect of, oh, what, what else were we talking about? Oh, man, there was something good. I was going to say, anyway. To bridge off what you're just saying, bro. To bridge off what you're just saying, like, have a good bio, like mm-hmm. a good a stack, like a good bio. And then also, like, you want to put your username as, like, your actual name, not, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, like, people, like, will use, like, a different name. That makes it harder for, like, coaches to, like, find yeah. your name yeah, like, use, on social media. Yeah, use your legit name. And what I was going to say is, uh, like you said, train year-round at least play multiple sports like in high school you should play at least yeah. two sports you need to like it's i think burnout too could be huge if you only play one as well as you're going to develop other muscles and you're going to, and another thing about playing multiple sports you might not be the best at that sport that you play so then you have to take on a new role of maybe you're not that guy at the sport so i think that's really good because it'll translate to the real world too um, so I, I would say at least play two sports if you can. Maybe towards your senior year, that's when you can start to specialize. But I would say like you know freshman, sophomore, you should play as many as you can. Then junior and senior years, that's when you kind of roll it down and like okay, like once you're getting recruited and you know. And that was for me like my senior year, I I wanted to play basketball in college. You know, I, basketball was my first love. But then it was like 
oh, uh, just not getting recruited for it. And I was getting recruited for football. I mean, not to a place that I want to, but at least I was getting, you know, offers. And so I was like, I literally played one basketball game that season. And I was like, my heart wasn't even in it to begin with because I was like, I know I'm going to play football and I'd rather just train. And honestly, that helped me because, you know, I ended up having the most tackles my freshman year on the team at Ellsworth. And I had like three or four picks and, you know, I, I had a really good season. Yeah, so it just, it just worked. It just worked out perfectly. Perfect. So, you know, like that's just an example of, you know, I played multiple sports. I, uh, you know, played basketball, played football. I ran a little track here and there. I didn't I, I wasn't a fan of track. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have. And if you play football, run track, run track. Yeah, That's all they care nah, about. like I literally talk to coaches all the time. Like I literally was just talking to, I met one of the head coaches up at a, uh, one of the high schools up in Cedar Rapids. And we literally had the same conversation about, you know, playing multiple sports. It just literally gives you a foundation as an athlete. You know what I mean? Like track develops speed, basketball develops, uh, like agility, like cutting, hey, yeah, biometric, hand-eye coordination, like just so like much that. stuff. And, like, really, like, what you were saying earlier about, like, if you're not the best player, you have to work harder. Like, I was telling one of my athletes, they, they didn't want to play basketball. They just wanted to lift all winter. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, you, I, you're a good basketball player, first of all. But, number, number one, you got to, like, train that competitive side of, like, your mental aspect. Yeah. Like, you, this is going to help you be a better competitor. And then just, like, reading and reacting and just the coordination with dribbling the ball and, jumping and rebound like you get the idea yeah no and and db coaches love i would say at least at rice they love basketball players because they want to like watch you play defense because like if you stay in front of your man like you have good feet like that and then obviously they want to see if you run track all you know if you're a db you got to run track if you're a receiver got to run track um Mm -hmm. so that's imperative that you do that so i think we have some really good advice for you know college even some guys are in uh you know uh college and high school and you can take that stuff away um and i want to talk about now because this is something that we always talk about like outside of football um not the entrepreneurial but like reading and like like can you talk a little bit about that like how, how that's taken off for you and uh I guess that's one of the first exit interview questions, but we can go ahead and list it real quick. Yeah, no, that's all good. Yeah, so uh, that's actually been, like, a huge contribution of, like, my success so far, like, the personal development. Um, It actually kind of goes back, you know, I tell tell my athletes all the time, like, when I was your age, I did not like reading. I I, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I I just was not good at reading. I didn't like it. Um, But I remember I met this guy... Uh, plays for the Chicago Bulls now uh, out in my internship in Chicago and we just kind of got talking and he put me on this book and like I read the book I bought in I read the book and I applied some of the things he taught me and it just totally like changed my life and then from there I'm like all right like I'm gonna start reading books and then I just started reading and taking different lessons from it and just been you know grinding ever since on that really just taking things and learning and applying I think that is like one of the biggest keys to success, like some of the most wealthiest people in the world, like they read books, like Warren Buffett is like someone who's notorious for just reading all day. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. No, like you're literally it. taking, like you're literally taking someone's life work and reading it in like a day or, you know, a month or however long it takes, but you literally took years of that person's life 
and learned it just like that. And let's just say you do that yeah. however many times, man, you're going to be wise beyond your years. Yeah, that's good, man. And we'll, we'll switch it out right now. So what's your favorite book? Uh, I like The Alchemist by... Uh, uh, I can't remember his, Paulo, his name. But. It's Paulo something. Yeah, uh, Co- I, yeah I, Coelho or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I uh, read yeah. that book. Uh, my mentor in Iowa actually gave it to me, so shout out to A.J. Lehman. He's came on the show three times. He's the first three-time uh, guest. Um, yeah, great book, all about like finding your destiny, uh, just like self-help, okay. self-development book. Such a good book, man. Great story. I, it actually brought yeah. me to tears one time. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's my all-time favorite, no doubt, for sure. I'm actually rereading it right now, so. Yeah, it's it's a good one. So you guys definitely go get it. I'll put in the show notes for you guys to go check out. So this is uh, the last question before we get to the exit interview. Where can people get the sick New Way performance gear? Yes, sir. So pretty much uh, you can just go on the website, uh, newwaveperformance.com uh, slash shop. And it'll bring you to the shop. You can purchase the hoodie. Going to be working on getting some more drops in there for you as well. So just keep an eye out for some new merch. Yeah, I uh, I have a jacket. Uh, We actually did like a like a player swap. I'd say yeah. uh, I gave I gave him uh, a rice uh, like hoodie, and so he gave me a new wave performance. So. Uh, it's really nice. I think I actually left it in Atlanta, so I was going to wear it today, but I don't know. I, my uh, closet isn't big here. It's like a 500-square-foot apartment, so, you know, and yeah. I live with my girlfriend. Yeah. So there's there's not much room for me on the uh, end of the clothes yeah, space. Got to make some sacrifices here yeah. and there, right? <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so let's transition to the exit interview. First one is, uh, what's some of your short-term and long-term goals? Yeah, so short term, just make sure that the guys I'm working with, um, they have successful seasons, uh, making sure that I can try to find a place to work out. That's something that's kind of been a challenge for me in, the, in recent years. So definitely want to be holding workouts in the winter. Uh, like long-term goals, like I want to take these athletes and um, like help them reach that next level. So like I want to help them, you know, progress throughout just not just this season but years down the road um and then also like for when it comes to like new way performance i'm like really interested in like developing like a small chain like turning it into a small chain like beyond me mm-hmm. um, so like bringing on like employees like i want to have a place that people train in cedar rapids one in chicago and then maybe one down in houston so yeah, yeah. that's like those are some of like my short and long-term goals yeah that's dope man and uh definitely would love to, you know, if someday we ha- have some money laying around, uh, be like a, a investor or something like that so we can get you started down here. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you're young, but maybe you have something to add to this. So if you had to restart today, what would you do differently? Um, so that's, that's still a really tough one. Uh, I, I, always, I think about this quite often, and... It's kind of hard for me to say, but my gut just tells me, like, I really wouldn't change anything. Like, mm-hmm. I be- I'm one of those people that believe, like, I have faith, and, like, I believe that everything happens, you know, for a reason. And, like, if I would have tried to do some of the things I'm able to do now, like, a-, a year or two ago, like, 
I don't think I would have been as successful at doing it. So I don't know. I'm just really grateful for like all the lessons that I've learned and like all the failures. Like I've failed so many times. And, like a failure is just another lesson. Like, you know right. what I mean? It's only a failure if you let it be. Like you got to learn how to take it out. Yeah. There's you know no, I mean? there's no such thing as failure. Like it's all learning opportunities and for you to be able to grow. Cause that failure. And now if you do it again, all right, you're, yeah. you, you shouldn't make that mistake but like if you're able to grow from that then you're you're just compounding you just going to keep moving forward and at a faster rate yeah so, fail forward fa- yeah fa- failing yeah. is important and like the most successful people have failed millions of times it was just that like one thing mm-hmm. that made them ultra successful you know and uh so that's that's a really good one so what is the most important thing in order to be successful i think like having this is gonna sound really cliche but having like a good purpose like why are you doing what you're doing you know like for me you know i have like a lot of like family and friends that like i want to take care of them and i want to be able to like create generational wealth and like i want to help people create their generational wealth you know what i mean like i i want to have everybody eat that's at my table so like that's really like my purpose and what keeps me going I think also like developing good philosophies through like literature and different, you know, experiences is a good way. And then uh, last but not least, just like having a good team. Like everybody's probably heard of the the saying, like you become the five people you hang out with the most. So like you got to have a good circle of people around you. Yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer in that. I've said this multiple times on the podcast, like who you put yourself around with, like that's because a lot of their thoughts will come back to you and like that that could be detrimental or you know actually aid you so just just be cautious of who you are putting yourself around not saying that you have to cut everybody off but like if you do have people that are beneficial to you you definitely should think twice about like okay what do i really think about this person are they helping me get to my goals you know so right Yeah, just having that that common mindset. Yeah. So, what's some of your hobbies besides obviously training people? Yeah. Nah. I mean, I I enjoy exercising and just you know learning. Uh, one of the things like I've dove into is like strength and conditioning for basketball players. I'm starting to like train myself more as a basketball player just because like I've solved like a lot more of like my pain like in my knees and my ankles and stuff like that like different training modalities but really like some of like my hobbies like obviously reading but um i like um like fantasy football like that's that's fun i do fantasy football um i i invested like into crypto so like i love researching like crypto and technology stuff like that um yeah and just like you know having a good time with like friends and family so yeah pretty simple yeah no, that's good. Right. And so this is the last question. And where's a good place that people can find and reach you at? Yeah, so, I mean, if you want to reach out on Twitter and Instagram, my hand, like my personal handle is the same. It's just uh, my first and last name, which is John Larkin, and then underscore NWP. Yep. Um, and then for, like, the tag for, you know, New Wave Performance on Instagram is just New dot wave dot performance, and then on Twitter it's uh, capital wave capital performance. So, pretty simple stuff. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, so I'll make sure that I'll be in the show notes. So you guys go tell him thank you for coming on to the show. He definitely dropped a lot of knowledge today. So, you know, you're just a really good buddy to me, man. And I'm really grateful that uh, we, you know, just somehow ran into each other during uh, quarantine. Just because we've definitely grown pretty close over this last two years. And we've even talked about going in business with each other with uh, starting a vending machine route. Um, You know, and that's maybe something in the work for the future. And, you know, I just look forward to us just staying in touch. And uh, so, yeah, you guys make sure to reach out to them. And this pretty much wraps up the show for today. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. And all the social media links for my pages are going to be in the show description. So and if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe. So you guys enjoy your day and take care.